Social media can be used for bad and for good. And we're going to cover that in this week's episodes. We hope you stay tuned, family, alongside us as we talk about our experience with a 31-day social media detox in August of 2022. right? No joke. We did something pretty radical in August of this year. We took 31 days off of social media. We took all of our social media apps, put them in a folder on the very last page of our phone with a big label that said, do not touch, no touching, no opening. And we did get through the 31 days successfully, but that's not the astounding thing. The astounding thing is all that we learned and all that we gained along the way. Well, let's put a little bit of a framework around this just to give you some context. Now, Shyla and I started our joint social media accounts in 2017. And starting in 2017, we posted at least three or four times per week. And then in 2019, something happened. We started accelerating the amount that we were posting on social media from three to four times per week to two times per day, seven days a week, every single day. And we maintained that posting pace for 2019, 2020, and 2021, and January through July of 2022. So by the time we hit August, we had realized that maybe we were due for a little bit of recalibration. So let us just give you a somewhat of a background. If you're not sure about this, if you don't know this about us already, we do have quite a bit of marketing background and experience. And part of that was with the formerly known as the John Maxwell team, now known as Maxwell leadership team. And within that team, we are the marketing faculty members and leaders. We've got instructors and we teach about marketing. Of course, social media is a big part of that. In fact, when we first started teaching and talking about marketing within that group, we were known as the social media girls. So we had this label that we were really pro social media. And a big part of our role was helping others, especially from the older generation, understand what an incredibly powerful tool social media could be for their for their business and for their personal brands to accelerate. And part of that was we never want to just tell people what to do. We always want to be practitioners. And so that's what part of the reason why we amped up our posting, because we know the more presence you have consistently, the more momentum you'll gain online. But what we've seen over time is that that time spent putting those posts out there and adhering to the wise and sound social media strategy that we had in place, post two times a day, was starting to dissipate and and incede into our lives in ways that we weren't able to control. Well, I have to get on Instagram to post the post in the morning, right? So I'm going to put it up and then I got to go share it and like it from all of the other accounts. But what happens with that, right? You scroll a little bit. Ooh, so-and-so did this. Ooh, let me watch the story. Ooh, all of a sudden it's been an hour. So what started as something that was helpful for our business and our efforts ended up becoming something that had more control over us than we were really comfortable with. And that's when we said, let's just do a hard reset and let's take 31 days off and see where it lands us. Look, we had lost control of the scroll. It was controlling us and controlling our time. And this sounds rather insidious, but it's it's easy 
to get into it, right? You're sitting down, you know, just five minutes and you see a funny video and something gives you that dopamine hit. So you go in for another one. And oh, in that meantime, a couple people have commented on my post. So I'm going to go interact with them. And oh, this person commented, I haven't seen anything from them in forever. I'm going to go look at their page. Now I'm involved with them. Before you know it, you've spent an hour or two hours of your time. In fact, global studies are now showing that people are averaging two and a half hours per day on social media. If we were to balloon that two and a half hours per day uh, and times that by 30 days in a month, we're talking 70 hours, 70 waking hours of time being spent in a month's long period. And it, you know, if we think we've got about 10 hours in a day that, that we're awake and active and doing things, like that's a whole week's worth of our waking time that we choose to spend on social media instead of doing things that are either productive for our lives, our business, or our relationships. Well, you said a really key phrase there, right? That we choose to spend. What we realized is that we had given the power of that choice over to, let's just call it what it is, the addiction. The addiction of the dopamine drip in your brain that comes from watching an algorithm curate content designed specifically for you. Like, no wonder it's so addicting. It's literally images and videos that you've liked and interacted with before, more of that same kind of thing. So if you love the dog videos, more dog videos. If you love the travel posts, more travel posts. If you love the drama and the celebrity gossip, more of that. And so of course you're scrolling and you're seeing things that you love. Like raise your hand if you can relate to this. Even in your mind, you're screaming, stop, 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 stop. You keep scrolling. I've been there. I've been there where my brain is yelling at me, stop. And then, and then you negotiate, right? Oh, well, it's, it's 842. So I'll go to 845, a nice clean number, right? But then, oops, now it's 846. Well, now I might as well just go to 850, right? Well, now we're this close. I'll just make it an even break at nine o'clock. And before you know it, you have not made the choice consciously. And so realizing that you're choosing to spend the time, whether consciously or unconsciously, is that point that we got at and is that point where it might be time to reassess because odds are, are, if you're like us, there's a lot you want to accomplish in your life. There's a lot that you have out there that you want to achieve and spending two and a half hours a day scrolling on social media probably isn't one of them. Okay. If you raised your hand to make that admission to yourself and to your fellow family here in the KNCHI community, you might be feeling a little bit guilty right now, but we want to tell you, look, it's no not guilt. your fault. Guilt this free. is not guilt free. It is a, now you know, and then you have a responsibility to choose to spend this time how you will. The algorithm, like Shyla said, it's designed and curated in order to please you. In fact, I saw a very interesting video recently uh, by a comedian named Bo Burnham. Love him and love his material. But he says that these the the old form of colonization was colonization of the world. But we've done that. The uh, the territory is divided. Land. Yeah, there's yeah. no more land in order to colonize. Now they're colonizing human attention. The new commodity is not land. It's the amount of time that you're willing to give over to somebody so that they can then sell that time to advertisers. It's capitalism and it's business and it's not bad, but you can choose to consciously engage in it. And we realized the need for separation really encroaching, I think, uh, probably around early June. But we found uh, so we had some things happening in June and July that we frankly said we can't miss it on social media um, and had to be posting during that time. And so we decided that August would be the month that we would take off. And it was truly transformative. It really was our experience through August. Um, 
it was interesting to kind of watch it unfold for ourselves and realizing how much quieter and bigger my life felt once social media wasn't a daily part of it because it was not just a daily, but a multiple daily type thing. And I just, I hadn't any idea what the burden of that was on my mind, not necessarily the burden of like, oh, it's so heavy, but the level of attention that I was giving to it or that I was allowing to go to it. Because it's not like you have unlimited attention or unlimited energy or unlimited time. Those are all finite resources for you. And so if we're giving them to social media or to scrolling, right, and we're not just talking about Facebook, but any of the social media platforms, if you're spending your time on uh, on Instagram, on Snapchat, on TikTok, TikTok Hello. Right. Or for me, one of my biggest downfalls is Reddit. I love scrolling on Reddit. For some people, it's Google News, right? You're just you're doom scrolling to the end of time, scrolling through those news stories, wherever it is that that scroll sucks you in. We're realizing that we're consciously choosing that and that that time might not be our best spent. So we started to feel that way. We get into August the first week. Both of us are like, this is kind of weird. Like, I feel like there's all this like quiet space in my life (laughs) and I'm just me. And, um, and I keep going to that section of my phone constantly. OMG, those first seven days, I could not believe how often my fingers scrolled to just go click on Instagram or click on Reddit, like right where those normal apps, you could usually find them. I was scrolling there mindlessly. And that's not something that I'm proud of. I would find myself uh, coming up against moments of discomfort. And that's when I would scroll over Mm. to the apps. Oh, I'm bored. I scroll to the place where those apps were. Oh, I just had a weird emotional encounter with somebody. I'm going to scroll into the apps. Even so much as I just got cut off by somebody in traffic and I'm feeling emotionally heated, but now we're at a stoplight. Let me open my phone and scroll over to the apps while driving without even realizing that that's what was happening. And then you hit the place. Obviously, you heard that we we moved the apps into different folders on the phone. So we hit the place and, and we're there and we realize that the social media isn't there to calm the emotion. And now it's up to us, right? No tools, no outside algorithm, no uh, circumstance curated content, other person's highlight reel is going to step in and save my emotional state. Now it's up to me. And the trippiest part about, I think, all of this is that for the both of us, it had been nearly a decade without social media for this length of time. For me, since I was 13 years old, I had never taken a break this long. So it had an incredible impact on us for that particular month, so much so that we're doing something pretty freaking radical in 2023. And we'll tell you all about it after this break. We're talking leadership this week, and one of the organizations we are so proud to be at the helm of is the Neuroencoding Institute. We got to co-found the Neuroencoding Institute alongside Dr. Joseph McClendon III, amazing, world-renowned neuropsychologist and incredible mentor and teacher. If you're at all interested in learning more about what the Neuroencoding Institute does and what it can do for you, please visit neuroencoding.com. One of our proudest business accomplishments is what we've been able to do with Squeeze In Franchising. The Squeeze In is a breakfast lunch restaurant featuring the best omelets on the planet, and it's been around for almost 50 years. And now you can have a Squeeze In in your community. We've seen how this business transformed our families, and now we are so excited to offer this to families around the country to see how this little restaurant might change their family and their community. If you're wondering how to set up your adult children for legacy and success through a small business, then the squeeze in is an option we urge you to consider. Come find 
find out more about Squeeze In Franchising at squeezein.com. You're enjoying this episode on Angel Phoenix Productions Podcast Network. To explore a complete lineup of quality programs and media production services, head on over to angelphoenix.com or like our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Angel Phoenix Productions. All right. Welcome back, family. Right before the break there, we were talking about our first experience with uncoupling consciously uncoupling from social media for a month and what we learned from that. And Kay was mentioning that she hasn't had a break from social media since she was 13. Now the platform started to roll out for me, late teens, early 20s. So uh, same thing, about 15, 16 years now have consistently been on social media and never taken a conscious break um, and then really accelerating over these last five years as it's become part of the marketing vernacular and all of our regular vernacular in reality. Think about how often now you visit with someone and you say, oh, I saw that on Facebook or, oh, I noticed that you had posted about that or, hey, I saw that you're doing this thing. What's going on? It's become part of our conversation and part of our reality. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. And we don't want to make it sound like it's this terrible, terrible thing. But we do want to be clear that it is an addicting thing and that it is a tool, but it also can be very dangerous, right? A hammer can hammer a nail. It can also kill a person. So we want to make sure we're using the tool respectfully and helpfully. And when we think about especially kids, right? For you at 13, we had one new platform. We had kind of the, 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 uh, unpioneered wild west of social media. But now we've got, you know, seven or eight major platforms. And here's a crazy statistic. 97% of 13 to 17 year olds are using at least one of those platforms. And that one report indicates that Teens 13 to 18 are spending nine hours a day on social media. For our tweens, eight to 12, those are my kids, they had six hours a day average on social media. So this is a huge part of our of not only all of our reality, but the next generation and our kids' reality too. Well, in a survey of eighth graders, uh, they found that those who spend that nine to 10 hours of social media per day are actually 56% more likely to report being unhappy than those who spend less time on social media. Now, the research is really just getting started in this field and the ties that uh, that social media has to mental health, but many of us know it in our hearts and in our souls when we see another person's highlight reel and feel like we are less or feeling inferior. Or even just earlier today, we had mentioned the idea of a detox to someone and they said, well, what if I miss people's birthdays? And what if people get mad at me for not being there for them. Well, I, well, you know, this anxiety and this pressure of having to be present for other people all the time through this app is it creates, I can even feel it inside my body right now. It creates real physical reactions inside of us. So much so that uh, phone uh, in a study of phone addiction, they found that 94% of college students reported feeling troubled when not carrying their phones with them. 80% of them said they felt jealous when someone else held their phone and seven percent said they expected to have feelings of depression, panic, and helplessness if their phones were lost or stolen. And so these, uh, the, the depression, anxiety, panic, these are the types of words that are coming forward from mobile usage. And what we know about mobile usage is that a lot of that is getting dedicated to social media. Yeah, most of it, if these statistics are to be believed. And they're from the Pew Research Center, and we'll have all kinds of sources and things linked for you, but they're pretty easy to 
to find, you know, if you look up social media statistics and phone usage statistics, it's not like this is a new topic, but it is a new topic for us and for thinking of it in this way. And it's been drastic for us as we came out of August. Both of us were dreading, honestly, dreading going into September because once we detox and it really was a detox of getting away from it, that quietude, that space in our lives, our creative capacity increased tremendously. We were excited to create content. We were excited to create not just content for social media, but content for our own lives and content for our own philosophical debates, because isn't that so much more engaging than watching somebody's highlight reel about their most recent vacation? It is in our intellectual sense, but in our everyday practice, we end up choosing the the losing control of our scroll as so many of us have. And so coming back into September, we felt like we were dreading it a little bit, but it was also exciting and fun to get back. And we truly thought we were going to come back and just go back to our normal rhythm. But we've really decided by the time the end of October came around, we were like, I'm kind of ready for another detox again, right? That, that permission to unplug. And that was a big part of our success was making it public that we were going to unplug, sharing with everyone. We're not going to be around. You're not going to see us on the platforms. If you want to stay connected, we've got our email list. We've got the podcast. Thank you so much for being here with us today. We have other ways to be connected that doesn't put an algorithm or a highlight reel in between us. And that was that's something that we're really much more interested in cultivating as we look to the future of our lives. How many of you might be saying, well, you all are on social media all the time. You use social media to promote your podcast. You use social media to promote your businesses. You use social media to uh, facilitate your Facebook groups, to support people in certain aspects of the businesses that you run. Uh, you might be thinking, well, I could never do that, right? Because my business is on social media. But let us tell you, uh, we saw an incredible increase uh, in the engagement in non-social media channels for our business. In fact, our email open rates tripled. Our podcast downloads doubled. And those who took the challenge with us found the same thing. And thanks to that renewed creative energy and spirit, our content came back uh, in September better than it had ever been. September was a banner month for our account. We have never had numbers that good. And I think a lot of that was due to the fact that we were able to create this separation, which allowed for people, A, to seek for us in, in other areas, but allowed for us to re renew our creative cup, come back with something fresh and fun, and to do better by our followers. And so in 2023, we are creating a rhythm of separation that is going to allow us a regular cadence of social media detox. And we're inviting our followers, our podcast listeners, anybody who is in our human family who wants to maybe just test the waters for two days, seven days, 14 days, or 30 days, and take a pledge to detox from social media starting January 1st, 2023. We're calling it the Simply Social Club, and we hope you'll join it. Whatever it is that your pledge is, this is about supporting you and what boundaries it is that you identify you want to put up. But we encourage you to to think about this, if you're at all even a little bit intrigued, we hope that you'll sign up and join us so that you can learn a little bit more and expand your thinking around this idea of what are your boundaries with social media in particular? What are you consciously choosing to spend your time on? Because if you are dedicating one hour a day, two hours a day, four hours a day, nine hours a day, 
is that really how you want to spend your time? And for some of us at some moments of our lives, it's like, heck yes, that's how I want to spend my time, right? If you're working an event and you're at the event all day, that night you should work the social media, right? Everybody's, they're tagging you in pictures. They want to hear from you, right? That, that, those are the kinds of times that make sense. But if it's, if it's creeping into your life and you're choosing that over other goals, over your fitness, over your spiritual connection, over the relationships in your life that matter to you, then that might be something that's worth assessing. And we hope that you'll join the Simply Social Club so that you can assess it alongside us and we can support you every step of the way. So if you're ready to make even a small commitment, we invite you to go to knshy.com slash simply social. That's K-A-Y-A-N-D-S-H-I.com slash simply social. And if you sign up now, you're just going to get information as it gets closer. You don't have to pledge until we get to the end of the year, but we're going to invite you to take a length of time off of social media. And then we're going to support you with video and messages along the way to help make sure that you are on track, feeling good, and have all of the resources and tools that you need for your own detox because it's been transformative for us. The research is demonstrating that this is something that can have an incredible positive difference on your mental health. And we really want for you the same separation that we've seen for us. So we're starting January 1 with our next cohort, but Shyla and I are actually doing something even more radical the year of 2023. We are pledging 50% of the year off of social media. That's right. We are taking six months out of the 12 off of social media. So on odd months, one, three, five, seven, nine, and 11. You won't find us on social media. You will find us in our Simply Social Club. We'll have some weekly Zooms and interactions with folks where we want to socialize, but without that algorithm in between. Um, and we hope that you'll become part of our community so that you can jump in on those meetings, uh, both for our sake, because we're going to need some socialization, and for yours if you need some support on your detox journey along the way. But we are so excited to be taking 50% of the next year off of social media. So join Canshai.com slash simply social. We want you in the club. Come alongside us and see what a social media detox can do for you. So as always, this message is coming at you with love from your sisters, Kay and Shai. This podcast was a production of Angel Phoenix Productions. Explore more episodes of this show or other great shows on the Angel Phoenix Podcast Network by visiting angelphoenix.com. The views expressed in this show do not necessarily represent those of Angel Phoenix Productions or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners.